0: Namaste. Welcome to the Conscious Combo podcast. I am your host and teacher, Pippa Leslie. I'm here to share everything I learn, see and channel. This podcast is for the conscious and curious beings who are ready to dive deeper into spirituality. I am so grateful you are here. Hi guys, welcome back to the Conscious Combo. Before I get started with today's guest, I just want to say thank you for tuning in to season two. The reason why I've done season two is because I took a long break. On the last episode, I gave you a little bit of information about what's been going on in my life. And I think kicking off season two with this beautiful soul in New Zealand is going to really help kind of condense everything that I've been talking about, what's going on in the world, you know, why we're all feeling overwhelmed, why we're all feeling just so like There's so much happening in our lives, and I think that's going to be really important for her to talk about today. And this lady, we've been trying to talk for ages, and it's been, yeah, it's been obviously meant to be now, and I think the whole point of this is that we trust in the journey, and we trust in the timing. So today's guest is called Tori Bassett. She is English like me. She's a mother, an artist, and a catalyst for heart-centered consciousness, So she was born in England, but she moved to New Zealand in 2003. She has been creating the Reset to Love transmission since 2006. So a significant shift in consciousness and her awareness enabled her to see the deep within fractured heart of the collective consciousness of humanity. And when I kind of read that out on her bio, it's like, I feel like the fractured heart is what's happening for many of us today. I have lots of friends having struggles in their relationships and friendships, so bringing Tori on today I think is perfect. So she also says every day since 2006, she has been working with our collective heart, calling home the fragmentation from our battlefields of conflict and separation, creating a reflection of wholeness and unity to awaken the love and balance that exists within us all reset to love was created for those pivotal times in which we are all being called to face and embrace our individual and collective shadow like never before it is an honor to be of service and we've just spoke about that tori about being in service and just being in service and not letting the ego be like what's in it for me and i'm just excited to talk to you today because i think it's absolutely timely with what's going on right now so welcome to the conscious convo Thank
1: you, Pippa. It's really gorgeous to be here, and yeah, it's taken it's taken a few attempts to um, to get this to get this conversation happening, and it's always it's always about timing. It is so. Thank you, thank you for okay. thank you for allowing me to speak to you and your beautiful audience, and thank you for that lovely introduction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm here to I'm here to to deliver a message of love from the collective heart of humanity and that's a that's a place that I very unexpectedly found myself working in 17 years ago and that that was a very very huge leap for me from what I'd been doing before and you know unexpected and and a really a really incredible time in my life very very overwhelming um, a very overwhelming shift but But now I realize that, you know, it's the timing of that 17 years ago was absolutely appropriate because I needed to find a place of balance within myself, stable enough to to be here at this pivotal time to deliver this message of love and and to reassure people that although the world at the moment is, is in an awful lot of chaos and people's own lives are in a in an awful lot of chaos there is there is purpose to what we're going through we're being we're being challenged we're all being challenged and we're up against this edge we're up against what feels like a tidal wave of change and a tidal wave of fear comes along with that because we feel uncomfortable when we have to change but the the thing about this this tidal wave is it is us, it is us facing us. And we've we've literally come full full cycle on a really, really, really big journey that we've been undertaking as souls. You know, we've had, from what I've been able to see in my experience of life, we've had an awful lot of different experiences of being a human being on planet Earth. And it has involved us playing in the full spectrum of creation and what i mean by that is we've played across the board we've we've played the light and we've played the dark and everything in between that and what what i see happening from the bigger picture view that i get to see and i get to see it becomes clearer and clearer the more balanced i become within my my own heart is that we're shifting from this duality consciousness which is the you know the light and the dark the good and the evil and the extremes of existence that we've experienced as human beings and we're shifting back into balance and it's a huge shift and we have to go through it together we do you know we go we're going through it individually but we're going through it together as well because because we're all connected Mm -hmm. and the you know the overwhelm that we're feeling at the moment is that connection and it's never been it's never been more felt by more people than it's being felt at the moment. There's the there's the individual pain and chaos that a people are feeling in their lives. But if you're sensitive, and a lot of people are sensitive and becoming more and more sensitive today, you know, you might use use and have heard of the word empath. You know, being able to feel what is happening to others. Well, that that. Um, being able to feel on a, on a big scale is happening for a lot of people at the moment. And it's overwhelming. It's an overwhelming amount of energy to to experience. And the way I have found, the only way I have found to balance that kind of energy when it's coming towards you is to to understand that it is us so we're facing we're facing a tidal wave of self and we're we're approaching our own finish line in this huge cycle which you know when we finish it you know we'll 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 see it as the biggest adventure we could ever have come on but while we're in it it's painful because we're feeling it all and we're feeling what we're feeling at the moment we're feeling we're feeling to what i feel we're feeling at the moment is two things we're feeling the the intensity of disconnection but we're also feeling the intensity of connection and of love and what's been happening since this huge storm of overwhelm has been happening for so many people and it's been it's been the recent in very very recent years that it's been reaching a crescendo it's been going on for a long time but We've been experiencing the crescendo and it's been unmistakable. And what's been happening is all of the the hidden pain that we've hidden from ourselves that has stopped us from being able to love ourselves and each other is coming to the surface, not to be experienced over and over again in a cycle like we have been doing for eons of time, but to be seen and embraced and Brought back to the heart, neutralized, turned back into love. So we're—I call the work I do and and the way I'm able to help people to reach that place in the center of the heart. I call that reset to love. And I've been um, I've been working on fi- creating a way that's very very simple and easily accessible for people to understand and 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 find that place within themselves. It's a place that feels like home. Mm -hmm. It's a place of love and balance within us and within, not just within our own hearts and the conflict that we've experienced in our own hearts, but the conflict that we've experienced together as the family of humanity. Love, Mm -hmm. love is the point that exists in the center of us all. And we're all, when we're in our center, we are the answer to our own equation we're we're in balance and it's like a it's like a jigsaw puzzle of fracture all coming together and making 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 sense when you find yourself in that place so that's that's been my journey for a long time to 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 be overwhelmed myself like fully fully overwhelmed and and you know my my abilities when i had my huge shift in consciousness were you know visual abilities to see other, other dimensions, you know, and experiences of of reality and duality and to feel them as well and have a really, a really big knowing that this is home time. Yeah. This is, this is home time. This is time for us to, because that, that feeling of love is also another dimension of, of reality and of the human experience. It's the place where we, feels so connected to one another that the separation has gone.
0: Yes. And with the duality as well, I think it's also always there to remind us of the difference. Like I've always taught people that if we didn't know hate, we would, wouldn't would know love and all the dualities of everything. And I think yeah. with everything that's going on right now in Israel, you know i think those things happen to remind us of that place of love like look at the opposite of what's happening with yes if we could change it in a in an instant we would but i do feel these things happen to show us you know of a, a path a two way you know a path of going down the offended ego kind of road or the you know sending those people love and i think you mentioned the word conflict and i feel conflict is a great word to describe how people feel right now and i thought to myself when you know people ask me to comment on what's happening on in israel and what comment on covid and i don't like to have comments on it i don't i don't like to have a judgment around it but when i felt in it for myself i thought to myself these people that are creating these wars and creating this upset and just just devastating things happening over the they aren't connected to heart. They're not connected to love. They're not connected to source. They're not connected to anything. The only thing they're connected to is their pain, their trauma, the the rage, their power, all of the traits of the ego, and it's again that awakening to be like I used to try and put myself in a situation or a person's situation of them going out to, you know, to inflict pain on others, and I always said if you want to inflict pain on others, it means you're in pain yourself you must have so much pain within you that you want to inflict pain on someone else Mm -hmm. and it made me really sad for these people obviously like I've not watched the news I'm not a big news watcher at all I hear from you know other people and I see it on sometimes on social media but it just makes me so sad that there's things happening in the world but I also know it all happens for a reason it all happens to reminders of where I'm at and what I want to do for the world and being an empath, like we talked about before we press record, is being an empath is it's tough. It's tough when there's so much you know so many sad things happening in our in our world, but it's also reminding us that they're not they're not conscious, you know they're not moving through consciousness. they're stuck in a three d human experience and they're not realizing that they're a spiritual being having a human experience and it's sad because you know. It's like you'll agree, Tori, with me is once you become conscious and you start to work on, you know, you can't go back. (laughs) You can't go back to like (laughs) 10 years ago where I was like so not aligned, so not in balance, where like now you can, you know, when you tune into yourself, you do get to feel, you know, oh, I feel off balance today or, you know, I've been triggered today. I need to work on something. You become self-aware and that's something I teach is self-awareness and the more self-aware you become, the more peaceful your life is because you just figure out who you are and you figure out why you feel that way and you have the tools to help you heal you know yeah finding the peace (laughs) finding
1: the peace really really helps at the moment you know it's it's always been the answer but right now finding finding the love. Is the way to experience yourself at the at the center, not only at the center of yourself, but at the center of the storm. Because I don't watch the news either, and I haven't for a really long time because of my levels of sensitivity. I just <laughs> haven't, I, I haven't been able to, and I haven't needed to to be able to feel what's going on because of my of my level of sensitivity. And because we've reached this. This crescendo point, this, you know, we're the pivotal point and the crescendo point because we've, because we've reached that everything that we've hidden from ourselves, you know, in terms of the pain, you know, all the, all the, all the battles that, that need resolving are rising to the surface. So all the points of separation that we've seen over the last few years, you know, those real dividing. You know, those real dividing points have come to the surface to be resolved because it's, the, it's exactly at that point of disconnect that, that unity exists as well. But in order to reach that unity, we need to, we need to see ourselves, know, know that we exist on every side of every border of conflict that we've been through. It's been a journey it's been a journey of it's been a journey of separation and duality because that's that's the way we that's the way we have been able to experience the human existence and form. You have to have the whole the whole spectrum of creation available or or it doesn't happen. But Thank goodness we've reached the end of that journey because I think we've all, I think we've all had enough and we just, you know, a lot of us, a lot of us know it's home time and we're just, we're just really longing for that,
0: you know, for that, that place. Well, that's what I said with like hypnosis that I do and past life regression. When you take clients through the death experience through a past life and they, they describe what it feels like to, to pass, you know, to die and you know they all explain it the same they say they just feel light they're just got this overwhelming love and just just the heaviness has gone all of that you know and I and it reminds me of that like you just said about it's where we come from and it's where we return to so I've got to actually record a podcast for a client who's reached out she's got this overwhelming fear of death and she wants to get through it and she's really struggling with it. And I think we have this real, we we get really like attached to the physical, you know, to our physical life. And I think when it comes to that, it's, I, I'm, I'm going to obviously help her through it, but taking her through hypnosis and past life regression is really going to help her to go through the death experience and to understand how it actually is. You know, I told her like, you know, through hypnosis, we will take you through the death experience. It's really important in a past life. And you'll understand how it feels to, you know, to die. And yeah. I think that's what Wayne Dyer said. I always quote Wayne. He said about dying while you're alive, you know, like now. we, we I was just going to say, say that. Say, you know, that. Like the death of the ego. It's the, and it reminds me of what he talks about. And then before Wayne Dyer passed, you know, he really, he just sounded different. He just, I think he'd got to a place where he just accepted it. You know, and I think I used to have a death of dying at death. I used to have a fear of dying. And I think a lot of people do. But I think once you get past the fear and this is the thing, like fear and love are the opposite end of the spectrum, aren't they? Like, you know, and then I think that duality of like, if we hadn't felt fear, we wouldn't know love. And if we hadn't felt love, we wouldn't know fear. And I think it is teaching that duality. I mean, I don't know if you've read the Tao Te Ching, but the Dao De Jing talks about that too, about the the duality of life and how we have to know the we have to know both to understand both, and that's why we came down. I love how you say reset to love too, because we came down here as love, unconditional love beings, and through our trauma and through our life and through our conditioning, we start to understand fear, we start to understand anger and bitterness and all these like really low vibrational emotions. But then if we return to love, it's like the only thing yeah. you know to be true. Yeah.
1: Well, we return to it. What we're doing, I love what you just said there about, about death and facing facing our death. What a lot of us are doing in this lifetime, what we've chosen to do in this lifetime is experience this extraordinary death of so much of us in, and still be alive and have this, have this have this rebirth of what we are when we're when we're connected, fully connected to our hearts. And I don't think it just goes, I mean, it is, it's on, it's our most natural setting. You know, it's it's our setting. That's that's where we're in balance. That that's where we started. But we're going back to that with so much more than we started off with. We're going back to that with the knowledge of what it is to play. Through that whole spectrum of creation, so so we're going back with we're going back with a prize. There's more, I, I believe. There's more that we receive. You know, when we when we really reach our own finish line and have embraced all of us, you know, we get to we get to experience we get to experience what it has what it has gifted us as souls.
0: Do you think it's possible to live a life right now where we're at, where you are just in con- unconditional love 24-7? I think it's coming really soon. Because I've always so, questioned yes. that. I've questioned it, yeah. Like, we went to watch Eckhart Toll in Auckland in February. I think it was February. And my husband said to me, it's like nothing phases him. He's at that, he's just completely like, I mean, when you listen to Wayne Dyer, Wayne Dyer says, even before he died, you know, he hadn't fully got to enlightenment because he was, like, still getting triggered and still letting his ego creep in. But he was authentic about it, a bit like I am with mine. Watching Eckhart Tolle, my husband said on the way home, he we think he's enlightened. We think he's, like, just the He's just, nothing phases him, nothing. It's like he's constantly in balance. And I was like, you know, think about our daily life, you know, things that would try and bring our vibration down sitting in traffic people who've been mean someone to complain about you know there's so many things on a daily basis coming at you you know to, to yeah. throw you off yeah and, uh, and he, he Eckhart told a story where a few years ago he got diagnosed with cancer and when he got told the news he just was like okay and everyone was kind of like you know wumbling and <laughs> laughing and he said well I can either sit and in thought and get anxious and stressed about something that I can't control or I can sit and just know it's part of my journey. And it's it just the way he explains it. It just, and I said, nothing phases him. I remember he said, Oprah Winfrey called him and asked him to come on the show, on the Oprah show. And he said, okay, great. Yeah, just let me know a time. And she's like, are you not excited? <laughs> are you not excited to come on? He's like, Yeah. But he talked about this spectrum of getting overly excited for things instead of just staying in balance. And I thought the monks, the monks teach that. You know, Jay Shetty talks about that, about like, you know, we have this yo-yo of like, you know, lows and highs, which is the the wave of life. I mean, look what's happened to Chris and I the last few months. You know, we've had so much thrown at us that have just pushed us in this low, you know. But what I have noticed more and more is how many people play the victim mode. And that again is at way out of balance. That is the ego taking control, saying, Poor me, poor, poor you, it's all happening to you. You have bad luck. And it's being, it's, it's, it's watching those thoughts and saying, I hear you. And I'm not gonna sit in that bitterness. I'm not gonna sit in that victim mode. I'm gonna pull myself out of this. But to be at that level where you're just like, you know, like being told you got cancer and just going, okay being told when oprah calls i mean if oprah called me now i'd probably faint on the floor and be like because that's <laughs> just like i'm not not at Eckhart's cat's level yet yeah. but it, it just made me realize like he is just at that level where i just you know he's completely yeah. let go and i considering i'm only 33 years of age and i'm 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 doing okay you know i, I do try and nothing yeah. things that i things that used to bother me don't anymore and that's where i can tell i'm growing and so it 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 just, yeah. Going back to that dying while you're alive, death of the ego. You know, it's it's yeah, like it's a false identity anyway. Like Wayne talks about, it's false. So, you know, people defend the ego. Well, I'm right, absolutely. And he said, and like you <clears throat> said, there's nothing to defend because it's a it's a false illusion. So, and it, <laughs> before, he, the the we we listened to uh, was it a podcast episode he did. And he said, if I was to give you two wands, wand A would give you anything you ever wanted. Car, house, money, whatever. Unlimited. Wand B was no matter what happens and comes your way, you will always have inner peace. Now... All those yeah. ones out there causing wars and causing havoc, they would choose wand A because they want whatever they want. They want just more. It's it's the definition of the ego. They want more, they want more. It's just an, just a constant overflow and just empty well it. of <clears throat> but then wand B is inner peace no matter what comes at you. Well, look yes. what you can create while you're in inner peace. You can have whatever you want yes, anyway definitely. when you're not in a peace.
1: Well, when you're there, when you're there, you're you are connected to the most powerful force in the universe. Exactly. That's what I choose. That's what, and yeah. that's, you know, love is a really, really powerful choice at the moment. Mm-hmm. Every time we choose love, we're not only, we're not only finding that, that love within ourselves, we're actually radiating that out to the world. And what, you know, let's get, you know, back to the the bigger picture stuff at the moment, what the world is calling for at the moment is love. And, you know, if you if you really look at the bigger picture, and I'm not denying the relative, I'm not denying what's happening to people individually by looking at the bigger picture. But if you look at the bigger picture, you know, we have, you know, collectively as humanity been, you know, called ourselves to this place where there is only one answer now. Yeah. So that is, you know, that as a bigger picture is beautiful. That we we have reached the point where, if we if we are to continue to to flourish and blossom, and I believe we are going to be doing that beyond anything we've ever imagined. Um, you know, we love love is the answer. It's it's the oh, love it's is happy, happy. love's the, love's the most powerful force in the in the universe, and it's also the only energy. That can
0: bring conflict to its knees. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's two things. So the quote I posted on my social media yesterday is the definition of love for me. It's a quote by Hafiz and Wayne said it once and it stuck. It's my favorite quote. And it says, even after all this time, the sun never says to the earth, you owe me. Look what a love like that can do. It can light up the whole world. So I love that quote because that's like love as a definition. The other question I want to ask you is: if love had a voice, what would love say today?
1: It's time. It's time for love.
0: Yeah. It's time. The time. Well, think about think about. You know, for, for my, my perception of love is I'm a Disney fanatic. So I've grown up watching all the Disney movies and watching how they just fall in love and they see a prince and they're like, oh, he's mine. And I remember a friend saying to me when I was about 21, maybe a bit younger, but she said the fairy tale isn't real, Pip. It's just a made up Disney thing. And I said, no, nah, not in my world. And a lot of my friends and my family think that I'm in this kind of like fantasy, not the real world. And I reflected on it and I thought, you know, that's their perception because they're not awake to what's available to us. And they're not awake to this love, this consciousness that I've, I'm have i there now. I can't go back to how they were, but I've been where they were. And yeah. you are stuck in 3D reality. You can't see anywhere out of it. You can't, you're just in that nine to five, get home, go to bed. Sleep. It's just like eat, sleep, repeat. And it just reminded me that I'm in my own reality and I'm creating my own reality. And if my fairy tale is, is I'm living my fairy tale now, it might not be a Disney fairy tale because that's different. It's mine. It's Pip's fairy tale and fairy tales aren't always meant to be, you know, you know, they're not meant to be like always good and great and happy. They're meant to be like, where you're growing and you're healing. Yeah.
1: Well, you're already you're experiencing all of that from a place that's already you know you love yourself enough to know that you're not you're not living vicariously through these characters. You're you're you love it because it's about love. Yeah, you know, and you and you already have have the self love in place.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you you are your this is this is something that you know came to me a few a few months ago. You are your own true love.
0: Yeah live happily ever after with you a hundred percent because how many girls in the world just want to be loved they want the fairy tale they just want the man to come in and sweep them off their feet and no matter what it is but then you realize that it's all about creating what you deserve and so with what's going on in my life I had a lady who's supporting me through things and she asked me a really important question last week she said do you ever question why you've been given such a blessed life? And I sat and I said, I've not questioned it, but I answered it there and then. I said, because of who I am and the heart mm-hmm. I have. I am not yes. perfect by any means. No, that obviously we come from a perfect, you know, love, but it's just, again, I just sat and said, yeah, it's because I deserve it. And obviously, you know, blessed life can be anything. I think we have all these labels, don't we? We have labels of good, labels of bad, labels of... And again, going back to Neil Donald Walsh, he wrote the books Conversations with God and he talks about that in, in the books, you know, about love and humanity and this fear and this, you know, he talks about religion and how that's put fear into people and that's what all these wars are over. And yeah, it just brings you back to that, if you haven't read the conversation with god for anyone listening you need to read those books they are really impressive you know he has basically a conversation with god and that's available to any of us you know if you if you choose that yeah yeah just it, it got me thinking about that whole love and what it means to love And i'm trying to remember what wayne said about the different types of love the the human love the spiritual love the unconditional love and how they all differ where like unconditional love like is never wavers it never changes it's always the same it's like we're like it's like a a love for a child is conditional even though it should be unconditional you know because as a human think about relationships it's like I love you but you got to do this 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 and this it's it's always if you make me feel good yes so my husband and I always try and move through that unconditional spiritual, div- it's called divine love actually. It's divine love where it's just the love that the universe has for you doesn't change. It's always available. It's always there. And I'm getting goosebumps as I'm saying this, but the human love and the spiritual love, they do change. So it talk about yeah. that divine, divine love. And that's like what I try and, and I remember when I listened to Wayne on one of his talks and he said, he actually got emotional when he said this and he was talking about something and he said, when you start to understand it, you'll have moments where you just want to love everything. It's like a it's like an enlightening moment and I'm having them more often at the moment. I'll just be driving home or I'll just be making a cup of tea or I'll just be sat in the garden. And this wave of like energy just comes through me and it's like, I want to just text. It's it's like an ecstasy high. Honestly, that's- It it's is, like, it is and there's more and more of that coming there's yeah, more and, it and just, more of that on its way and i'm texting everybody and it doesn't matter like and what what i found interesting when i reflected on it because that it does drop it goes and i'm like oh and i reflected in my journal and i thought even the people that i think of like upset me or wronged me and i've got past that you know needing the apology i don't need the apology and it just you just start to love everybody with compassion it, i noticed the difference between when the love came through me I, it was like Everyone, it was like when you die, you just get to that, like, everybody is just amazing. I love everybody. It's like, but it's unexplainable. And he says that you can't explain the feeling unless you felt it yourself. But when they happen, it's it's divine. That's all I can say. It's divine. And I think, imagine if that was happening like every day, multiple times a day, you would just be like... Yeah, it's it's getting
1: closer and closer to the point where we will we will be in that space for you know longer and longer times and eventually that will be our the space we exist in yeah
0: what Absolutely. do you think if someone was listening to this p- podcast and they maybe I'm trying to think of questions that listeners would ask how do they get closer to love on a daily basis
1: in a nutshell loving themselves is the is the fastest
0: route to that to that place it's very timely I did a podcast episode on Sunday about insecurities and it it I was teaching Reiki on Saturday and we spoke about the root chakra and how the root chakra is about security and safety and how we're so disconnected so we need to ground ourselves and then you speak about the heart. Now the heart in Reiki is the center, the gateway to the top three chakras and the bottom three chakras and how the heart takes on everything. When you feel grief, when you feel sadness, when you feel heartbreak, when you feel love, when you feel happy, it all comes from the heart. So it has a huge job. And I said, how many times do we stop throughout the day and just put a hand on our heart and just say, oh my God, like you're amazing. You basically beat for me constantly without having to say, come on, get, keep beating. It just does it for you. Yeah. And it just reminded me how this like this, the, you know, this insecurities of I, I did mention it on the podcast. You know, I didn't hold any judgment, but I thought to myself, how many friends and people that I see, you know, changing their bodies because, you know, they can, you know, all these different plastic surgeries and, you know, just there's so much of it like because of social media saying, oh, well, you need to be this skinny to be worthy or you need to look this certain way to be loved. You're not good enough. All, the, all this stuff. And I don't hold judgments for them because it's the journey and they're meant to do it. But if they could just love themselves as they were and as they are and the body they chose to be in in this lifetime. That's, that's my, that would be my desire for women and men. If you could just look in the mirror and see yourself as God sees you, you know, just completely beautiful, yeah. divine, completely. And reaching, that, it sounds so simple, but reaching to reach
1: that place of absolute self-love from, from what I can see from my perspective, we need to love all of us. Mm -hmm. So that's every single aspect of ourselves that we've experienced throughout time, you know, as a human being. So that's many, many lifetimes. That's throughout the connections that we have with many people. And that's what that's what this crescendo is about at the moment. That's what this that's what the overwhelm is about at the moment, because everything is coming up to the surface and being reflected back to us to claim so not only have we got our physical self that we you know greet in the bathroom mirror in the morning to love it's the it's the it's the reflection of everything because of course the external the external world is reflecting it back to us and it's it's time to to
0: love to love it and loving the parts of ourselves that are hard that have been yeah. challenged to love yeah. our trauma to love our programming yeah. to love everything yeah. like I'm doing a circle yeah. on I'm doing a circle on the desk for some reason like it's a circle like you said everything has this duality but everything's a circle like I think about that like yeah. the, the earth's a circle the universe is circular like it's a cell is circular a fingerprint is circular like there's this circle of life and I think you know yeah like you said physical spiritual mental emotion like this like yesterday was a tough day for me and instead of just beating myself up which I've done many times of oh god I'm in a low energy now I need to get out this funk I said no I just need to honor how I feel today and I reached out for help and that was I absolutely love that about me that I can just go I need I need some support today and I reached out to my therapist and she got me in today and I honor that about myself. Instead of trying to get out of that funk all the time, it's just going that, you know, I don't feel great today and that's the human experience. But you know what? In that low energy, I'm going to love myself anyway. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely yeah. perfect. That's what we need. My next question is, where are you on that journey now? Like, where where would you say you are? Like, are you getting to like Eckhart's stage where he's just not many things are phasing you? Or are you still working on that, you know... Loving yourself through even making mistakes, you know? I'm getting,
1: I'm getting very close to the point where it's, it's all love. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's been, it's been a lot, it's been a long journey of shadow work. Oh, yeah. To reach that place. And the, the, for, for viewers that aren't familiar with that, with that word shadow it's the part of the it's the part of us that we find the hardest to love because it's the part that we see as the wrongdoer it's the it's the part that we've scapegoated and demonized the most and that's those are the parts of us that that need the love the most, and those are the those are the parts of us in this overwhelm. They're the they're the parts of us that are rattling our doors. If you imagine, if you imagine, you know, we've got these we've got these doors and shutters on, and and they're rattling. And that those parts of us are the 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 most lost parts. That that when we when we embrace them and actually open our hearts to those parts. That's that's what creates the homecoming because those are the parts of us that we've locked out literally of mm. ourselves. And when <clears throat> in in all my experience of, of the work, you know the most the most um, important thing I, I think I ever learned was that you know, those parts that you've been the most scared of, it's when those parts are claimed and they come home that you feel, the most love
0: yeah it's you can love it's easy to love the things that are great about yeah. you, you Know that you're yeah. kind and loving and you <clears throat> all these all these traits you have that people love about you yeah. that you're outgoing you're bubbly yeah. you're intelligent yeah but easy to love but if you can love the part of you that's insecure or the part of you that's yeah. a bit jealous that day or a part of you that doesn't yeah. feel great today or you know anything that just doesn't feel like the ego then puts that pressure on to be like, oh, that's not, that's the shadow, that's, that's dark. Oh, wherever you can be like, actually, I, it's a wholeness, it's that wholeness. Yep.
1: It's and the that's wholeness. the
0: circle I was doing, the wholeness of you. Yep. That's the wholeness. Yeah. It's, and it's, no, and the
1: thing is, oneness is oneness. That's what we're heading for. Yeah. Oneness is oneness. And that means all of us. We cannot leave any part of ourselves mm. out of that equation to, to, to actually be in balance literally is to be at the center of that circle so you're at the center of your your universe you're at the center of your world and that is that is the place of the of love not only the place of love but the place of our full potential that's where it exists it's it's not just a it's not just the seat of love it's the seat of our power so it's our throne as well Mm. it's No, it's it's the ultimate. And yeah, so so, yes, I'm I'm reaching a place where it's 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 getting easier and easier to be there. And it's and it's holding for longer. It's holding for a lot longer. And that is that really is about this. The point, the point that we're at at the moment is this extraordinary alchemy of the collective heart. It's like the it's like a crucible, you know, it's on it's on fire. You know, and it's molten, and it's and it's love, and it's love that's calling us home. It's it's magnetic. It mm-hmm. is. It's not just the. It's not just the most powerful force in the universe. It's magnetic, and it and it calls us home. Mm-hmm. And um, the work that I've been, I have, I've I've made a a really. Um, the work that I've been doing is very focused in one place on on a on my website resettolove.com. dot you can find a short um, transmission to listen to. It's an invitation to tune into that that place, you know, that place in your heart. And it's got all the all the energetics of the seventeen years of shadow work I've done to to support people in these for these particular times now to hold their hearts open in this storm and and receive receive the love that that we really are and you know I can I can direct people to my website from here or if you'd like me to
0: deliver that transmission here I could do that I could do that as well so anyone who's listening if you want to do that transmission we're going to slot that in now for you to do and yeah we really hope you enjoy it and if you got any feedback please you know message Tori Reset to love
1: is an invitation. Love is the destination. Love is the force at the heart of all creation. It's calling to you now, calling you to choose it. Calling you to choose you as your greatest love of all. You are your greatest treasure chest. You are your lock and key. With key and lock together, you will set you free. You are your own transporter. You are your ship and sea. Would you like to own your battlefields? and feel yourself as free. Come dance with me in unity. Come dance with me at dawn. Duality is over. It's time to be reborn. We have danced the dance of ages. We have always been together. It hasn't always felt like this, but our love is forever. We have played on all the stages. We have acted all the parts. We have been the broken pieces of all our broken hearts. We chose to feel this tearing, this breaking of the heart. We chose to play creation. We knew this at the start. We even knew the pain would be the greatest pain of all. The loss of one another in the stumble of the fall. You knew you couldn't lose me That one day we'd unite And that many times you'd see me As the object of your fight Open up your borders Put down your sword and shield Call your broken pieces From your battlefield fighting game is over, the DJs changed the song, are you coming home my friend, the journey has been long, this message is from you to you, it washed up on your tide, it came here to remind you of the I you are inside. I came to wake me up again. I came to set me free. I came here to remind me, I am you and you are me. Reset to love is an invitation. Love is the destination. Love is the force at the heart of all creation. It's calling to you now, calling you to choose it, calling you to choose you as your greatest love of all. Thank you for choosing to receive the Reset to Love invitation. If you resonate with the words of the invitation and you consciously choose to accept the invitation of Reset to Love, then you'll experience, you'll experience an opening of your own heart. Yeah. And that opening will continue. Mm-hmm. Once you've found that space, it will continue. Continue because it's easier once you've found it, it's easier to get back to over and over again. It feels really familiar. It feels like you. Yeah. And yes, if you need to, if you need to keep going back to find to find more balance and stability, keep going back. Um yeah, it's always got something to offer.
0: Yeah. Another layer each time. Yeah, absolutely. That's- It's awesome. Is there anything else you want to say today? Is there anything that's coming on your heart today that you want to share? Just that it's home time
1: and it's a, and it's a really exciting time to be alive. And there's, you know, I'm from what I can see, I'm more than hopeful that there's going to be that, that love is coming to surprise us.
0: Yeah. I can't wait.
1: You know, there's there's a lot of love to come.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And it never ends. It's like constantly pouring. It never never ends. ends. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: Well, I've loved this. I needed this today for sure. It's been like a reminder for me. Yeah. 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 I think maybe we should maybe take this onto like Instagram as well and do some like lives on Instagram and get it out there for more people to connect to and to, yeah. Take that forward. Yeah. Oh, actually, I do have something else to say. If you do. If
1: you do resonate with the transmission and you'd like to share that love with other people, please do share my work. This is, this is something that, you know, this is, this is the point that it needs sharing but Then we need love. And there's a, there's a short intro video on my website, which is really easy to share, to bring people back to that message that, yep. that, of love.
0: I will definitely and put yeah. the links in the show notes as well. So people can find you on the website. Yeah. Find you. Great. yeah. great. Thank yeah. you. I've loved talking to you today. It's been awesome. Yeah, I've loved it too, Pippa. Thank you so much. Thank you for being on. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode guys. If you have just take a, you know, 30 seconds max to leave a review, you know, Spotify, it's even quicker. You can just click five stars. It would be amazing. If if you're listening on different platforms, just take 20, 30 seconds. Just leave a review. Share this on social media. Tag us both. And if you've got any feedback, let us know. But yeah, reset to love. I'm excited about this. And I think it needs to be across the world and not just New Zealand, but worldwide as we need it right now. So I really hope you've enjoyed it. Wherever you are in the world, take care. And I'll be back with another episode shortly. Bye, guys.